Welcome to Living Life. I remember the first time that I was asked to lead a short-term mission trip at our church. Uh, my pastor, he told me two things. He said, number one, always be ready to give an account of Jesus. Means that anywhere you go, always be ready to tell someone about Jesus Christ. Uh, secondly, he said, always be prepared to take up your cross and be willing to die for your faith. Uh, those two things that he told me, those advice, uh, always stuck with me. And I believe that that's not actually a call just for pastors. That's not a call just for Christian leaders, uh, but it's actually a call for all those who are able to confess their faith in Jesus Christ. That no matter where we go, that we must always be ready to give an account and be a witness for Christ. And secondly, that we must always be willing to give the most important thing uh, for the sake of the kingdom. On today's passage, Paul reminds us of this call, yet he also gives us encouragement. He says, no matter what, wherever God sends you, or whatever comes your way in life, uh, that you are never alone, that God is not only with you all the time, but he actually equips you and empowers you so that you may be able to withstand and stand firm in your faith, uh, no matter what comes your way. So as we read today's passage, uh, let's see how God prepares us for these times of troubles and how God prepares us and equips us uh, for all the trials and all the uh, fights uh, that are supposed to come our way. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 17. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. One of the biggest misconceptions we have about our Christian faith and identity is that it's always going to be easy. That once we are able to confess our full faith in God, uh, that everything is good and everything will always remain good. That all our relationships will always be blessed. Uh, that we'll make a lot of money. We'll drive around nice cars. Uh, we'll receive a lot of worldly blessings. And we'll get that prize, uh, whatever that may be, whatever we want. Uh, that we'll always be able to gain it and our lives will forever uh, be easy. 
Uh, but we know that not to be true. It's actually the furthest uh, from the truth. That there are many difficulties that we face. Uh, there are many unknown things that come our way, uh, like bad health, unexpected hardships, breakups, whatever they may be. That doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not. Uh, there are many unforeseen hardships that may come our way. Uh, Paul begins today's section by saying, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Uh, it's a great reminder that we are not strong, that no matter who we are in this world, that we are not invincible, that we are not all-powerful, that the moment we actually tend to rely on ourselves is actually the moment or the beginning of all our failures. Uh, therefore, Paul tells us to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. You know, the heroes and the heroines that we see in the Bible, uh, they all share this one quality. They all have a very glaring weakness. Uh, they're not the people that the world would say that is strong. Uh, they're great, and great men and women, uh, but they're not actually the people that the people in the world would choose to be their representative heroes and heroines. Uh, we see Abraham was a coward at times, was willing to sacrifice his wife for his own safety. Uh, Moses was a murderer and a runaway convict. Uh, Jacob was a liar and swindler. Uh, David was the youngest and weakest in his family. Uh, Peter, the apostle Peter, was an, uneducated, an uneducated hothead. Uh, Paul was one of the greatest persecutors of Christianity. And in all of them, God first reached out to them and called them and then gained them great successes. Because uh, amazing things to happen in their lives. And he worked through them to achieve all these things. But all of those things were possible only when uh, they believed in the call of God and they were able to rely on his strength and his power. Uh, it's also a reminder for us that we are never alone, uh, that we have the full support and the full backing of God, uh, the creator and master of this universe. Uh, how amazing is that? That God himself, the creator of all the world, that God himself, all-powerful, all-knowing, uh, refuses to let us go on our own, that he is willing to always be with us, and then he calls us first by name. And the call continues in this passage, and it exhorts us to always be prepared. He says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but of spiritual forces of evil. You know, it is seemingly anachronistic to speak of evil spirits in our Western postmodern world, uh, but that doesn't mean that they don't exist. The greatest trick that the devil ever pulled, they say, was convincing the world that he didn't exist. Uh, but for us, we always need to be prepared. We need to be aware of the spiritual battle and the spiritual warfare that is going around us and that we always need to be prepared and be able to stand firm in our faith. And Paul tells us in order for us to do so, that we need to put on the full armor of God. Uh, if you want to stand firm or stand strong or stand on the ground of faith, that we need to put on the full armor of God. You know, it's not our armor, it's not the world's armor, it's not the world's weapons, but it is the full armor of God that Paul tells us to wear. You know, Paul tells us to stand firm with the armor and its elements. Uh, these pieces of armor, these various pieces that scripture outlines for us, uh, they represent the various gifts that God gives us, the various gifts that God allows us to use. But at the same time, it's not just the gifts that he gives us, it's actually a call for us to obey. It's a call to action. And the armor itself, 
putting it on is not a passive uh, command. It's actually a call for us to be able to respond to his call with action in our lives and obedience in our hearts. Uh, the first thing he tells us to do is to stand firm with the belt of truth. Uh, perhaps the most important thing is that we understand that the gospel is the truth. The message that God gives us, that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to live for us, to die for us, and to be raised from the dead for us, that that message is the ultimate truth. Uh, there are no other truths in this world, but that is an absolute trust. And that's something that we must hold on to. Uh, there's so many false gospels that's going around in this world. Such a dangerous place. But as long as we stand onto that truth of that gospel, we will not be shaken and we'll be able to stand firm in our faith. Uh, perhaps that's the reason why he begins with the belt of truth. It's going to be our foundation for the rest of, of our armor. Uh, but it's also a reminder that Christ is already victorious. That as we put on the armor of God, that we are participating in the victory that Christ has already won for us. And it's a call for us to join him and just join him in his victory and to be able to work uh, with him uh, for his glory and to be able to proclaim his victory to the rest of this world. Uh, for it's on us to be able to first tie that belt around us and to be able to stand ready for action. And later on, he talks about the breastplate of righteousness and our feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, a shield of faith, and a helmet of salvation. Uh, all of those things that God gives us, we are reminded that not, they don't come from us. Nothing to do with what we are able to do. We can't be righteous without him. We can't be faithful without first knowing of his faithfulness toward us. And everything has to do with something that God has already given us, that God has presented for us to use. And everything is to do with whom God is and what he has already given us. Uh, whether it's his gospel of peace, his righteousness, the gift of salvation even, and his faithfulness, uh, they become our defense as long as we are able to rely and trust in them. Uh, later on, he talks about the most awesome, most powerful weapon that we could carry. And that's not anything that's powered by us or anything of this world, but instead it is powered by his spirit. Uh, in the face of the enemy, in the face of the world, uh, we are equipped beyond measure to participate in a battle that is already won by our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, therefore, Paul tells us that we must trust in the strength and trust in the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. And no matter what comes our way, no matter what spiritual warfares or whatever spiritual battles, whatever temptations that might come before us, we are able to stand firm knowing that our Lord Jesus Christ is not only with us, but has equipped us to be able to withstand all of these things. As we get to the end of 2019, let us remember all those moments that God was with us. All those moments of joy, all those moments where it was really, really difficult, and all those moments in between, knowing that God was with us. I mean, as we remember this, let us give thanks at the end of 2019, and let us look forward to 2020, holding on to that hope, that if we trust in the strength and the mighty power of God, uh, we will overcome any obstacle, any barrier, any trial and tribulation that will come our way. And we'll be able to stand firm in our faith, knowing that God himself is always with us. Let us pray. 
Dear Lord, we thank you for today's word. We thank you for this amazing gift that you have provided for us, this gift of faith and this gift of salvation. We pray, Lord Father God, that in all that we do, that we'll be able to stand firm in our faith, uh, not based on anything that we have, or not based on anything this world can give us, but based on everything that you have already done for us. So as we get near to the end of this year, let us remember all the amazing things that you have given us and let us stand firm, knowing that in 2020, that nothing will change and you will always be with us as well. Lord, we thank you and we love you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer. 